Warning. The following podcast contains language which is suitable for adults and mature children only. Please listen at your own risk. Every day, hundreds of amusing stories escape the roving eyes of the general public to fester in hidden corners of the internet. Until now. One team of unqualified friends has taken it upon themselves to expose these stories to a wider audience, to be referenced at dinner parties and uncomfortable gatherings at work. These brave explorers are the Internuts, and this is... The Internuts Podcast. Ho, ho, ho! Yeah, you are. Oh, that's how we started? <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> um, hi, everybody. Hi. Okay. <laughs> Welcome uh, to audience. the Internet's Podcast. This is episode 27. It's our holiday episode. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Yay. Holiday. Yay! Um, I would like to introduce my lovely fiance, Thelma Weinstein, who's here with me tonight. Hello, everyone. How's it going, honey? Wonderful. How are you, sir? I'm great. You're doing great? I'm super great. How are things in your neck of the woods? Uh, pretty good. A little warm. A little, little bit warm? A little warm. We had some snow. We had a bit of snow outside. We did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, as you probably know, uh, the last couple of years, we uh, usually spend the holiday episodes of the podcast in various cabins around New England. Um, we always try and just do a romantic weekend getaway, and then people just show up and knock on the door and uh, really fuck it up for us. Pretty much. So uh, this year, things are a little bit different. I actually got a, a new job, and we've had to relocate pretty much across the country. So uh, this Christmas, we're in Colorado. Um, I got this. It's a plush job, really. I mean, it's you know, it has good dental benefits, but I'm like... <laughs> I'm like the winter caretaker at this big hotel in the, in the mountains. So we're just like hanging out. There's no chance anybody's going to show up here. We're like completely snowed in. There's just like weird kid walking around with an astronaut sweater on. Yeah, we don't even know that kid. <laughs> he's around. You might hear him crying in the background as if he's, if, as if he's an infant, but he's not. Um... But yeah, I mean, we're in a completely different cabin. We're in the in the middle of the Rockies, and I really don't think anyone's going to show up this time. I'm kind of hoping they do. I'm tired of looking at your face in this cabin, getting a little stir crazy. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't bode well. <laughs> uh, um, but any, anyhow, um, uh, they they told us this place was dry when we first took the job. But th- I went down to the bar today uh, in the Gold Room, and it is just stocked to the gills with sambuca. Sambuca. Tons of it. Nothing else. That's a bullshit. <laughs> so how about we both uh, have a tumbler of Sambuca here? All right. Uh, Thelma, let me pour you a little bit. Glug. 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 <laughs> there it is. Excuse and me. I'm going to pour some for myself here. Glug, glug, glug. Realistic glug. Oh. That was the seltzer. Um, and I think that we should probably take a minute... <laughs> To reflect on the uh, the season that we're in right now, and I'm going to read a little bit from uh, <laughs> what was what that? What could that have possibly been? I don't know. It's scary though. These places haunted. Uh, I'm going to read a little bit from Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, if you don't mind. All right. Um, stave one. Oh boy. Marley's ghost. Marley was dead to begin with. There is no doubt whatever about that. 
The register of his burial was signed by the clergyman, the clerk, the undertaker, and... Do we have a visitor? <laughs> it's, it's simply not possible. Oh, it is, it is simply not possible. <laughs> um, I can't believe this is happening. Thelma, do you want to see if there's anyone at the door? I, I can't, would love to. I can't imagine I would love that to. anybody would be there. <laughs> You're walking so fast. <laughs> All right. All right, all right, all right. Oh, oh. Whoa. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Uh, is anybody out there? It's too dark to see. Kind of. Hello. Ah. Oh my goodness! It's a. I think it's it's a couple. Oh, oh. hey. Hi there. Oh, oh my lord. Um, <laughs> Put your feet on. Introduce yourselves. Oh well, this is uh, this is the wonderful, amazing Carl Whitman and my lovely wife. Murdis. Oh hi, <laughs> Carl. I, I, I know that we've crossed paths before, but Murdis, I think it's been never since we met. It's been a you. long time. Yeah, right. I know Murdis. We go way back. And a score. There you go. Four, <laughs> four score. How are you two? How did you get up here? Yeah, how the fuck are you up here? Well, we saw the light on and we decided to just uh, yeah, we were sing them by. We were busy putting on the Yule log <laughs> and then uh, we were also starting a fire. Uh, <laughs> and then we decided to come over here. What? That's awesome. So you were just like starting a fire out in the woods? Because we're, we're in a cabin in the Rockies. Oh, I didn't realize that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, That's how those it, 17 firefighters died. Oh, Jesus Christ, who is this? <laughs> hey, uh, oh. it's, uh, it's, it's me, it's Sebastian. Sebastian? <laughs> Did you sneak okay. in behind Carl and Murtis? Well, I, I was definitely behind Carl as much as I could be, but um, Gross. he kept fending me off. Yeah. That explains the draft. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, I'm not going to say it's a pleasure to see you. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I, I feel like the last time that we spoke uh, on on this show, uh, you basically there's that kid. <laughs> I, I think the last time you were on the show, you kept uh, telling stories about how you're basically like a murderer. Well, I don't know, kind of. <laughs> but but I've been I've been clever enough that uh, you know. Alleged murderer. Ah, that's pretty yeah. good. I'm yeah. sorry. I, 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 stuff, I stuff, it's stuff fine. I hate to interrupt, but Sebastian, did you bring a goat with you? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is just awkward. <laughs> no, Cease I, and I, I, I did not bring a goat. Um, but I, I gotta tell you. Things have been rough lately. They really have. I'm sorry to um, hear that. Well, I, I appreciate that, Thelma. It's good to see you again. Likewise. Yeah, and, um, you know, I, I have to tell you that um, I've been going through a tough time, and does anybody here have any heroin? Oh, my goodness. Well, that's uh, there's another knock at the You're door. You're going to get the door this time, because I don't know who's going to be there. Okay, well, I'm going to go. All right. Let me just open this door. There it is. Oh, there's one There's one sole figure standing on the porch of this grand hotel. Is it Santa? Is it Santa? Santa. I'm not Santa, I oh. think. Oh. Is it me? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Who is it? Well, uh-oh. <laughs> 
Well, that'll be an edit. <laughs> Glenn, are you there? Yeah, I said it wasn't me. Oh. And you said it wasn't. And then I got confused. <laughs> oh, <I'm sorry. laughs> this is good. <laughs> I'm, I'm still 100% not Santa. All right. But That's it, for real. Is it, is it Glenn Tickle, our, our friend and uh, <laughs> comedy sure writer? But not Santa. Oh, okay. I get confused about whether or not I'm Santa a lot. Sorry. Yeah, I just not. like Santa. I just yelled out a lot. Yeah, it happens to the best of us. Well, how's it going, Glenn? Super good. You know, grew out the sweet beard. <laughs> I was going to say, you have a luxurious white beard. Gained a little weight, started wearing red velvet everywhere I go. But, you know, things are good. Yeah, you had the red velvet last time I saw you, but everything else is new. It's, you know, I ball so hard. <laughs> Well, it's it's funny that you showed up when you did because um, Sebastian was asking if anybody had heroin, and then you knocked on the door. It was like fortuitous. Oh, um, yeah, you look like you carry. <laughs> what's it? I mean, what's it mean to you? Well, this Sebastian? is the story, Glenn. Um, so, as as you all know, I had been going uh, undergoing chemical castration. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Uh, but uh, lo and behold. I had a buddy in the chemical castration unit and he decided that it would be a better idea to replace the uh the hormone that made that rendered my balls useless mm-hmm. with heroin. So uh instead of being chemically castrated, now I'm just a junkie and oh. I'm looking for my next fix. Yeah, that's that's what's now, going but wait, on. does that does that work? Well, it didn't at first. Uh, it was a very confusing time for me. Basically, I just I want to know what's what's your your ball functionality status scale of one to ten. Sixteen. Oh boy. So oh. the opposite. Oh no. Yeah, no. yeah. It's it's, 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 it's really back. It's 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 amazing. In fact, uh, it was so good, but I was able to keep it undercover. So I actually got my job back at the mall. Oh no. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh, no, we, we, no, we I to, did. No, yeah, we need to talk about that. How much did you charge? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, it, it was going great for a while, but then um, some things happened, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> Guys, I'm pretty embarrassed to talk about it. I don't, I don't know if you want me to tell you the story about what happened. No. No, that's okay. I mean, I sure don't. <laughs> are, are you sure? Wow. It's pretty good. I've, I've prepared a story. No. <laughs> I don't, I don't really see what it would bring to the table. So listen, if you guys really want to hear the story that happened, it's we important don't. to my feelings that you don't end up laughing. You know I love my Santa gig. I do it with a passion. But something happened just last week you can't even imagine. You wrote a poem. That's your story. Oh, no. This is the Gilgamesh of a weird Santa. Oh, God. Please go on. <laughs> I got my old vocation back because of my ambition. To prove I'd overcome my urges seemed to be my mission. Don't get me wrong, the thought of little boy butts makes my package start a sizzling. Oh my but, god. But the inquisition as to my decision was to not go back to prison. <laughs> I feel like I really cut out a little bit at the end there, but that's fine. Just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, Santa Claus's muscle hold a certain kind of fashion. Now, I'm not the prettiest bell at the ball. Who I am I? Kutcher, comma, Ashton. <laughs> <laughs> Got that? 
Due to my limited income on my costume, I had to ration. And due to my constant erection, well, my fly just wouldn't fasten. <laughs> mm-hmm. I consulted my friend Barry, who recently married. I said I should be wary, said patrons wouldn't be merry. I told him I wasn't fairy, and even if I was barely, he should stop acting like Time Warner and I a subsidiary. <laughs> that was actually very, that was very clever. Besides, I just manscaped, and my balls weren't even hairy. That's less so. That's less clever. Turns out, Barry was right. The parents started lashing out at me, started bashing my knees, and just like Nancy Kerrigan, my Tanya Hardon started crashing on my dreams. How did you name it, Tanya? <laughs> the management showed me no compassion. To fire me was their only reaction. Mm-hmm. Now I sleep on the streets, my face cold and ashen. There seems no relief for this poor Sebastian. Aww. Aww. I like how you tied it up at the end there. It was a nice little button on it. Yeah. Thank you. I was waiting for you to start rhyming again. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was a lovely poem and explanation, but I do want to get back to the fact that instead of getting chemically castrated for being a child molester, you just got addicted to heroin, and now you're better at it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay, cool. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Um, before we keep going with the show here, I do want to point out that we're going to be listening to music tonight um, by, he's, he's little known, it's a guy named James Brown. Uh, it's called, the, the album is called James Brown's Funky Christmas. You local? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's from uh, Ardmore. Oh, oh great. <laughs> Speaking of heroin addiction. <laughs> Um, Didn't he open for live at the Chameleon Club when they were releasing Secret Samadhi? Wait, it's pronounced pronounced live? (laughs) Yeah, I've only only ever read it. Oh, man. The angel opens her eyes. It's not not Livy. (laughs) Live Tyler. (laughs) Well, here we are, everyone. (laughs) It's uh, me, my fiancé, our friend Glenn... Um, a couple that we sort of know and appear on the podcast sometimes and a child molester dressed as Santa Claus. Um, I can't think of anything better to do than go, to go through some Craigslist personals. Oh, yeah. Yes. Do, 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 Craigslist you want to meet somebody's junk. Sorry. Bless you. Wow. Yes. Incredibly horrible sound. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Yeah, Thumb is doing pretty good. The more I laugh, the more I cough. And I'm like, like I quick, everybody right think now. of one thing that would be more fun to do. I can't. I can't think of anything. Let's like, read some weird personal ads. Rap. You make it in edit points. <laughs> ben knows about edit points. I'm, d- I'm down with edit points. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is actually, it's going to be funny because I don't, I'm not planning to edit a bit of this. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. Why would you? Right. Mm-hmm. Don't throw away this gold. Mm-hmm. It is solid gold from front to back, as it always is. Which is why I was. Especially always... that poem. <laughs> <laughs> Should I read it again? Yes, please. No, no. Later. Later. When no, I later. can't pronounce anything because of the drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wait, wait, you're drinking? Oh, yeah, I, I forgot, you guys. We have, we have a big keg of uh, Sambuca here, if anybody would like some. Oh, yes. Would you 
kindly pour me a glass, kind sage. Sure thing, Carl. Here, here it comes. <laughs> click, 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 click. That didn't sound like coming. <laughs> I don't think you're doing it, right? Uh, I brought oh, snack packs. <laughs> oh. And by snack packs, I mean my hemorrhoids. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus, leave. <laughs> I can't. I live here. Yeah, uh, you should leave. You're making this weird with your coughing. <laughs> We're all trying to enjoy a nice snack pack hemorrhoid comparison. <laughs> <laughs> and you're ruining that for us. I'll try to I'll try to muffle the sound. How dare you? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna quietly put a pillow over her face. <laughs> Thank you, honey. You're welcome. About time. <laughs> that's alright, that's alright, I'm still thirsty. Hit me up with rebuild. Oh, okay. Here we go. Alright, let me strain a little bit. Oh, you meant, you meant to drink. I'm sorry. Oh, I need a glass? Ass. I'm, I'm rethinking the editing. You spoke too soon on that, man. Carl, Carl, Carl what's, your, what's your wife's name again? Murtis. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. What's the matter? You don't like pre-prohibition names? <laughs> I don't. I don't think anyone does. Yeah, you're right. Just started the prohibition, right? <laughs> so Esther, then. What? Yeah, what? edit that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering if I don't say anything for a while, exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> Nothing good. <laughs> um. Our first Craigslist person tonight uh, is a man looking for a man I forgot or... forgot we were doing this. <laughs> it's true. And that was like 30 seconds ago. Uh, it's a man looking for a man or a woman. He's from Oregon. Or Oregon. Uh, or Joan. Or... What? <laughs> edit. I never should have mentioned that. But... <laughs> Uh, the, the title of it is uh, Send Christmas Cards, Please. Nope. Oh. With, with butts on them? <laughs> now, herein lies the fun of this. Christmas butts. <laughs> I'm going to read it down, and then I'm going to explain why this is funny. Read it, but like in like a sexy way. Okay. <laughs> Slower. Look into my Mufasa. eyes. Mufasa. Mufasa. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Tell me if to help me. Tell me if this is sexy or not. No, <laughs> not so far. No. We'll tell you if, it, if she starts coughing. Then it is. I'm <laughs> trying. She's a squirter. Glug 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 glug. Chug 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 chug. Um, I'm trying to bring back the Christmas spirit. It has got lost and replaced with money. Please send Christmas cards to James and Justin, 230 Livingston Way, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97526. That sounds sexy. Wait. <laughs> For every card I receive, I'll send one back. I would like to show my son the true meaning of Christmas with new friends. 
baby. <laughs> I added the baby part to make it sexy. Okay. See? All right. Baby parts make everything sexy. <laughs> Sebastian? Yep. <laughs> Solid gold. But like the parts you use to make babies. Oh. Like wieners and stuff. And butts. Wieners and butts. <laughs> wieners <laughs> plus butts equal baby. Now, that this is Weed. my question here. Now, first off, this guy <laughs> posted his full address on Craigslist. Bold move. He wants to get murdered. Secondly, Apparently. He, he posted his full address on Craigslist to teach his son a lesson about Christmas. Yeah. What are they going to get in the mail? Well, a lot of shit. He's going to come back after he gets murdered. He's going to come back as a ghost, and he's going to teach his son about Christmas past. Oh. About yeah. that time he got murdered. <laughs> son. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, son. I'm dead now. He wants to give his son the gift of becoming Batman. <laughs> I, I think that's it. I think yeah, that's so, it. That's pretty good. <laughs> now, my, my other question here is that, um, not question really, Thelma and I have not yet filled out our Christmas cards. And I'm contemplating sending him one. And I oh, think you'd we be a fool not to. I think Don't we should do it. I think we should crowdsource this and figure out what to write this guy. Here's what you do: you send him Sebastian's poem. Oh God! Oh. In magazine letters. <laughs> oh, second. I was going to say guys. hire a calligrapher, but magazine letters works too. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think he's. I think he's flying a little too close to the sun. I. His it son. sounds like he's got 99 problems, but Icarus ain't one. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, there's well. that. <laughs> so are, are we basically agreed that we should first off cut out magazine letters, then reconstruct Sebastian's poem about being a child molester, and then <laughs> absolutely put it in a Christmas card and yeah. mail it to this man and his son in Oregon. That'll, that'll teach his son a lesson. And you gotta have the bodyguard soundtrack on in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Just have like a tape playing <laughs> in the envelope. Which part? Get one of those cards that plays a song. Oh, that's awesome. Song, yeah, that's better. The bodyguard Oops. thing, and then also, don't glue the magazine letters. Just put them in loose. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like choose your own adventure. <laughs> See, th there's a real comedian adding to this podcast right there. Everybody else is just shitting their pants, and then Glenn comes in and says something that's legitimate that, that was great man i don't know it, it was no icarus goof <laughs> just sent like refrigerator poetry but molest their stuff <laughs> too much wax <laughs> actually i'm a little bit worried that we have this on record now because i think we should probably like tm this shit because like i think you could definitely see that on like think geek or something where you can get like Cut out magazine ransom note words and really? make them into. How do you just happen to know that? No, he doesn't. <laughs> it's it's a like bad a, idea. Um, Thinking honesty, it's bad. It's an excellent idea. <laughs> if you want, if you kidnap somebody and you want to send a refrigerator to their parents, <laughs> it's the best idea in the world. 
All right, let's take a very quick break. We're going to be listening to Soulful Christmas by James Brown uh, from the record James Brown's Funky Christmas. So enjoy that, and we'll be right back. What else we got? Uh, the next Craigslist personal down. Uh, it's another man looking for a man or a woman. Neither of these are really personals per se, but they're in the personal section. Uh, the title is, I will produce human Kopi Luwak for you for cheap. Finally. <laughs> that time. Bargain basement prices. <laughs> I'm a home roaster. Oh. Hey. Bless you. Thank you. Oh, is that that cat poop coffee? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I'm a home roaster, and I'm noticing in the newspapers that animal poop coffee is really popular and expensive. I've been growing yellow bourbon arabica in my greenhouse for a couple of years, and it's finally starting to produce quality cherry. (laughs) I will personally ingest this cherry and mimic the Kopi Luwak process. I will roast this coffee so that it's ready to brew in time for the holidays. I will be able to harvest only a couple of pounds uh, of this special kind of coffee, so act now before it's oh, too late. I was hoping he would give a time frame. I want him to say pounds per day. <laughs> that would be astounding. <laughs> I can only produce seven pounds every day. Every single day. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> Um, I'm 47, healthy, which I think you would have to be, and will guarantee you'll like my Kopi Luwak-style coffees. Fecal specimens available for inspection upon request. $30 a pound. Of the specimen? I'm assuming for the coffee itself. I, I would. How much for just the specimen? I'm asking for a friend. I think that would be gratis. Now, if he's giving away the samples for free, is there, like, a limit? I think, like, depending on his diet for the day, it's going to affect how that coffee tastes, right? Is this all this guy does? I mean, it has to be still all just, does I'm still living. just on fecal samples. We'll get to the coffee <laughs> in a minute. How much, how much poop do you have over there, man? Seriously. A fair bit of poop. Talking about hemorrhoids. Yeah, fecal specimens available for inspection upon request. So I think that would just be a, a one pinch and done in a Tupperware, and then he sends it to you. <laughs> do you get to keep the Tupperware? <laughs> See, that's the that's the age-old question. Yeah, but it farts when you open the lid. <laughs> <laughs> Almost made up for the Icarus thing with that one. Well played. 
Um, Thanks. <laughs> so my under so he he grows the coffee beans in his greenhouse until they have a good sherry on them, which is gross term for growing coffee, I guess. Oh. Then he eats the coffee beans and poops now, them hang out. Hang on a second. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so you just said that a cherry on them is a gross term. And I have to disagree strenuously. <laughs> I can see how strained you are right now. Yeah. Because he's <laughs> talking about the cherry on the coffee bean. And all I'm thinking about is my erection. <laughs> How is that difficult oh, that at the time? Oh, I see. I see, yeah. There were too many people talking at the same time. Say it again. Erection. <laughs> erection. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're going to win a podcast Emmy for this. <laughs> Maybe a podcast semi. <laughs> So, okay. Uh, 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 yeah, I'll give you that. My favorite joke so far. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe your favorite joke so hard. Nope. Nope. So, when I heard that oxygen and magnesium hooked up, I was like, OMG. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I'm just letting this sit. Let's just all let this sit. Think about what you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't rub his nose in the toe. He'll like it too much. <laughs> hey, Mertis, how are you doing over there? I'm just, I'm just taking it all in. You're doing great so far. I'm trying. Do you want any Sambuca? Yeah. I I'm... do, I do. I offer. All right, Thelma, how about you pour um, Mertis some Sambuca? Okay, would you like ice, Mertis? Yes, I would, please. Okay, clink, clink. Glug. The lady's a There you go. Thanks. You're welcome. Was that a baby lamb? I'm so happy with how this is going so far. <laughs> um, what what else can we say about this dude? So he, he eats the coffee, he poops out the coffee. I think he's seen um, Ace Ventura too much. He's a good life. Is but that the, the coffee bean's like the pit of the cherry that he's talking about. So these animals will like eat it because they like the outside part, but then they poop out the coffee bean part. Oh. But they have, like, special enzymes and shit mm-hmm. in their stomachs that I don't know that people have. Oh, certainly not. <laughs> but this guy, like, straight up guaranteed that you would like it. Meaning, like, he tried. Is this oh, a real thing? He's pooped his own poop coffee. It's like, a real like thing with animals, for sure. Yeah, oh, it's a real thing. With, yeah. uh, it's the, the weird word that's in the title is the name of the animal. And then also some cats. People will have cats do it. <laughs> What? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. All I'm saying is if I want a shitty cup of coffee, I'm just going to go to McDonald's. Fire. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> so is, th- is $30 a pound a fair price for coffee that's been through someone's, um, like, 
gastrointestinal tract. No yes. fucking price is fair. Really? Well, people <laughs> are going to pay what they're going to pay. You know, like you go on eBay and the worthless piece of shit that you would never ever want, somebody will pay top dollar for. So if somebody wants his shit coffee, literally, Good. yeah, they'll pay it. Yeah, I guess you're right about that. He can basically ask whatever price he wants. Do you think he has to drink a lot of coffee to be able to shit that much? It would probably up production, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, with that being said, I think we should probably move on to uh, Yahoo Answers at this point. Mm. So Yahoo joins the fight against evil, fighting all the bad guys and kicking their butts. So Yahoo, yeah! Woo! Questions. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, we're, we're, this shit is over at 8.30. Bedtime. Bedtime for Bonzo. I'm, I'm seriously, I'm going to edit like five minutes out of this thing. Because I'm going to fucking Florida on Thursday. I'm not going to have time. All right. That's dedication. Mm-hmm. That was a good segue. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> so the first Yahoo answer is asked by uh, Victoria E. Uh, the question is, do you think I am a mean mother because I took Christmas away from my kids? Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yelled yes from the background. Um, she goes on, my children do not know how to behave. A few years ago, the Easter Bunny didn't come because they were not behaving. And that same year, I didn't give them a birthday party for the same reason. This year, after putting my tree up, uh, they, they knocked it down, took all the ornaments off it, and ruined many of my Christmas decorations. So I put it all away and told them they would not be getting Christmas this year. If other family members give them gifts, that is fine but they will not be getting anything from my husband and I. Do you think that I am being mean or that I am expecting too much from my children? I'm just wondering what others think. No, she's just a bad parent. Yeah, I feel like this is probably the precursor to one of the future Menendez brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this mom's going to get murdered. Just one of the brothers, though. Yeah, just just the one. We only need one. Like a singular Menendez. (laughs) Yeah, but but then they had to overkill it. Uh, well, uh, yeah, they did. <laughs> it's, it's it's shitty parenting, right? Like, that's really bad. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Maybe she doesn't want to buy gifts. It could be. She could just be, like, super poor. And be like, this is your fault. I hate Wait, you. Wait, so she's black? I just like that you said the Easter Bunny didn't come, but then yeah. that she didn't give them a birthday party for the same reason, implying that she thinks... The Easter Bunny would have come if her kids were better. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, because the Easter Bunny's real. Yeah, obviously. Does, does it state the location? It does not. Damn it. No. Texas, Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> Both viable options. Yeah, she's just an asshole. Mm-hmm. So are her kids. <laughs> so the kid, yeah, the kids. Like, well, wait a minute. Knock some ornaments off the Christmas tree. And wait she's like, guess what? Christmas is over. How old are the kids? Are they like 22? Or are they like 2? Mm. Wow, that is a spread. Because <laughs> <laughs> so much happens between 2 and 22. Well, I'm just saying, when you're younger, you don't have any control over your extremities. Wait, wait, no. I just... <laughs> just I or just 22. Easter Bunny-wise. Like, Easter Bunny-wise... 
when you're two, <laughs> there's probably an Easter bunny. And when you're 22, there's, there's probably an Easter bunny. An Easter bunny. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to disagree. <laughs> what? Yeah. There's no Easter bunny? Wait a minute. No, no, wait. Wait, Thelma. No, there, there, there is for you because you're dumb. But, <laughs> but as far as like 22-year-olds go, like Easter bunnies are... I mean, coming from a mall Santa pedophile Sebastian point of view, I'm thinking about like, all right, so think about the Gerber baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm there now. Now he's like he's like six or seven years older now, but he still likes smashed peas and liquefied so bananas. Though. He still so likes that. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's really cool uh, because he likes Impressive. to smash liquefied uh, proteins and mm-hmm. um, he's now wearing uh, a, 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 an Easter Bunny costume. He has ears and he has, he has a little a little puff puff tail right over the crack <laughs> of his beautiful, sweet oh, now, now, Sebastian, I'm going to stop you there. So, oh, uh, wait, sorry. What? That that took a turn like Looper, <laughs> where like it was suddenly six years later, and the Gerber baby was the Easter Bunny. And the, and the Gerber oh, baby spoiler alert! Points. Everybody rapes everybody in Looper. Is that what you're telling me? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I I feel <laughs> like you guys didn't um, appreciate where I was going with this beautiful little boy. This is becoming a theme of the show here, Sebastian. <laughs> Is that we don't necessarily... <laughs> Let's make something clear. This is a theme of Sebastian. <laughs> okay. A theme? Maybe Thanks. addiction. <laughs> yeah, addiction. Oh, wow. oh. oh see, because he stressed that part of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and shun, because That's I shun does to older you. boys that would be willing to let me fuck them in the butthole. <laughs> oh, my God. Good King Wenceslas, good down Yeah, there's good King. Butthole got stretched. <laughs> no edits. Sambuca, please. Good King, yeah, but have some Sambuca. Good King Butthole got stretched. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know what I really hope? I sincerely hope, like, for whatever reason, your mother decides to listen this to is, this This is my mom's first episode? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Mom. Hi, Mrs. Ariel. I'm, I'm a baby boy. We're all proud of your big boy. Imagine a 30-year-old Gerber baby. He's coming out of the side of his mouth. Yeah, he's Just coming. Dumping oh, Sambuca Jesus. into his mouth. Mommy! Can't wait for me, Mom, to listen to this. Gam, gam. Um, okay. So More she's, like she's slam, slam. Uh. <laughs> Sebastian, I have to say you're knocking it out of the park tonight. <laughs> knocking the boots out of the park tonight. Oh boy, not uh-huh. the gold. <laughs> <laughs> On a roll. Uh, the next question down is asked by Kelsey. What if I am 13 years old? Oh boy. Would it be wrong if I asked for condoms for Christmas? <laughs> Here's a fun game. Uh, let's try to reword that where we think of an age where it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
what if I am blank years old? Would it be wrong if I asked for condoms for Christmas? <laughs> like, when is it not weird? Seventy-three. <laughs> I think the real... Well, that's true. There's a lot of syphilis and stuff in nursing homes. I think the real question is, yeah. like... Get it. See a doctor and get rid of it. The real yeah. question is, like, what year would this be okay to ask? Like, 1974. Yeah, it is 1974. Yeah. Is it okay if I ask for condoms for Christmas? Yeah, there, there, there's a bowl over at the door with keys in it. It's yeah. <laughs> reason polyester. <laughs> what if it's a different country? It could be. Which one? Oh, who unplugged their uh, headphones? You did. Not true. Somebody do better. Ooh. Oh, hey. Remix. That was terrifying. Remix. No edit. No edits. Yeah, thirteen-year-old asking for condoms for Christmas. At least he's being safe. Now that's the other question: is the name is Kelsey, and I feel like that can go either way. It's a young Kelsey Grammer. I was just gonna <laughs> right? say that. Is this what if it is? Is this Looper Kelsey Grammer? Wait, what was the dog's well, name? How's the grammar of the question? <laughs> the grammar's fine. What if okay. I am 13 year old, years old? Would it be wrong if I asked for time? Yeah. Frazier. <laughs> hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and condoms here. Oh, my what God. Toss another... salads. <laughs> it all checks out. What if they did another spinoff where it's like a young Frazier, mm -hmm. but he's like constantly trying to bone down? <laughs> Wouldn't that be with Lilith or whatever? Pre-Lilith. Pre-Lilith. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all get real deep into Fraser right now. <laughs> Is that cool? Hell yeah. Let's get as deep into Fraser. Like, 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 like Fraser, Fraser, or Cheers, Fraser. I'm working off of Cheers, Fraser. All right. I'm more familiar. All right. Let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Niles Crane, more like prolapse insane. <laughs> what? <laughs> Edit? Oh my god. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Let us roll and tape. Roll and tape. This has become your new uh, goal is to see when I will edit this out, and it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm, I'm laying on my couch. Far away from the computer, trying not to record my laughter right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever even said the word prolapse out loud before. <laughs> you did good for the first time. <laughs> well, the first time you can't really get it out. You, I mean, you really have to stretch that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Tama, how you doing? Wonderful. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Amateur laps. Hey. <laughs> Where the hell are we going? Pro am laps. So <laughs> you get partnered up with a split. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,
Why don't you go to your home? <laughs> <laughs> so to to all the former listeners of my podcast, we've we've had a good run, haven't we? <laughs> Thanks for listening. Is this it? Is this it? Is this the one? This is, this is the one. This has got to be it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get arrested or something. Yeah, seriously. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, we are killing it. <laughs> oh my god. So, Kelsey, in short. Yeah. Thank you, Thumb. You're welcome. Grow up here and get your own condoms. There you go. The end. All right, time for one more quick break. This is Please Come Home for Christmas by James Brown from the album James Brown's Funky Christmas. Uh, You can find it on iTunes or Amazon uh, or those kinds of places. Listen up and we'll be right back. Asked by Hispanicy. <laughs> and it's spelled out Hispanicy, like the name Nikki. Hispanicy. Uh, Santa is fake, not real, made up a big fat lie? Question mark? Straight up. <laughs> Are there any other people like me who plan on being honest from the beginning and not tell their children about the fake side of St. Nick? Yes, 100%. I'm going to let my children know that I am buying the gifts for them. It will still be special, though, because yeah. they'll have the love of their family and a lot of nice surprises. So anyone else decided like me. I'm in a big way behind 
Santa Nikki or whatever this dude's name is. Now, uh, Glenn, your folks, did, were, did they uh, perpetuate that lie with you when you were a kid? Yeah. Were you bummed out when you found out the truth? I figured it out pretty early on because I'm not a fucking dummy. <laughs> how, but, how early are we talking? Uh, Between 2 and 22? <laughs> somewhere in there, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't remember taking it seriously at any point. I actually pretended for like a year or two that I believed in Santa because I didn't want to disappoint my parents. Yeah, I kind of feel like <laughs> I, I had younger siblings, so I had to. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I bet that sort of flavors a little bit, Glenn. Because like I, I was an only child, and as soon as I found out, it's like that is bullshit. Yeah. I, I do. Th- I feel like I um, faked it for like a year because of my I parents. I did too. Yeah. yeah. I felt bad because they were like so into it. Mm-hmm. Who wins? Who wins in that situation? Me, I get more presents. Santa. <laughs> no, you don't. Like your parents still buy you the same presents. Shut up, Glenn. Do you, do you know who wins? Do you know who wins, Glenn? The cookie industry. That's true. And the whole milk industry. Yeah. I mean, because uh, I've I, I've had this discussion recently because I don't think I want to. Like I'm I'm fine with being like, oh, Santa is a fun story at Christmas time. But convincing her that he's going to break into our house and we have to feed cookies <laughs> just seems... I, I won't be able to look at her and take her seriously if I know she thinks that's a real thing. Now, I, I think another, like, an issue that parents have is that, like, if your kid is hip to it, then they'll go to school and find all the other rubes. Yeah. And be like, hey, do you want to get hip to something? And it's going to ruin Christmas for everyone. Yeah. Well, no, all they have to do is, like, they have to just read some Judy Bloom, you know? <laughs> Because yeah. in Tales of Fourth Grade, nothing. And this oh, is how boy. I found out. Wait a minute. Who's, what? who's, who's dipping it in the Sambuca? <laughs> well, that was just ice. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's, but, oh, never that's mind. the sound of ice. Yeah, but there's there's going to be rum on that ice later. But, um, yeah, Tales of Fourth Grade, nothing. They totally ruined the whole Santa thing. Because I remember being in, like, well, second grade, reading Tales of Fourth Grade, nothing. And they disproved the whole Santa thing, and our teacher was like, oh shit, I just ruined Santa for all of these kids. Did she get hate mail from the parents? Teacher uh, it, was the her, it was her first year. I think they gave her some slack. I would hope so. Has anybody been the person that ruined it for a kid? No, I'm not evil. Like, not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> not like Glenn. Oh, totally on purpose. <laughs> I just, I mean, I was, I was a substitute teacher for years, and I would just show up every morning and be like, listen, dummies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, what about the Tooth Fairy, then? What are you going to do about the Tooth Fairy? Uh, not pay my child to have teeth fall out of her mouth? Like, I, I don't... Well, see, that's a double-edged sword, because sometimes the kids are too freaked out to pull the tooth out. And then I think that's why the Tooth Fairy even came about in the first place. It's like, why? hey, if you get rid of this, I'll give you fucking money. I think you have to just, like... Hit your kid and then throw money at him like Frank Sinatra. <laughs> or like Little Wayne in the music video. <laughs> I take all my parenting tips from Sinatra. <laughs> or, or and Little Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would do the. Well, um. Carl and, uh. Murtis? <laughs> Is there a Murtis? Yes. yes. What, what are your yes. uh, plans on this? You're, you're new parents. Oh, uh. What did Nat King Cole do? Sackful of oranges. Yeah, what didn't he do? 
He gave birth to a shitty daughter. That's what he did. <laughs> that, that that is a that is fact that is factually accurate. Take that now. Um, yeah. Um, well, hey, hang on a second, Carl. Are are you gonna at least tell your daughter about your dentist's favorite time of day? Oh, two thirty. Two thirty. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably get. That. I don't think that even counts. <laughs> you were the third one to get to the punchline. <laughs> It's just like Jonestown. Touche. <laughs> 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 Bring it in back. Totally redeemed yourself. Uh. <laughs> Man, I love that joke so much. Hey, Chris, I, I uh, just can't help but noticing, but the um, the little girl on your internet podcast, uh, the, the the icon, mm-hmm. you know. Stop, yeah, with stop. the headphones on? <laughs> yeah. What do you think her pussy tastes like? <laughs> oh. That's way weirder than I thought he was going to go. I knew he was going somewhere with that. I thought dude, going... I'm getting a beer. <laughs> yeah, someone's getting a beer. Carl, wait, 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 wait. wait. Carl no, knew no, where that no, was no, going wait, from the jump. I feel like you really misread me there. I meant because, you know, it's the holiday season and everybody's cooking cats, right? What do you think her pussy tastes like? Who's cooking cats? Four people. Oh, yeah, four people. Look at those headphones. Tell me, can you get me another beer? Yeah. You know what else would fit over those ears? No. My balls. Both ears? My balls. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note, um, we have one last piece of the show here. Uh, and it's a little something called the Internet's Fan Fiction Corner. Yes. Yes. Internet's Fan Fiction Corner! Now, you guys, unless you listened to the last month's episode, um, you are behind a chapter on our newest piece of fan fiction because we're finally out of Harry Potter fan fiction. Or at least that one story. <laughs> um, so last month on the show, we read a little bit of... Um, a story called Jurassic Park Neogenesis by someone called Drake Scepter. Uh, and in the first episode, uh, the protagonist of a girl named Sarah Manuhin uh, was in a plane crash. She wound up on some type of Jurassic Park. Uh, then she saw that there was a raptor. Uh, she learned to speak raptor. And then she fucked it. And then she fucked the dinosaur. And now uh, we're going to be starting from there. Oh, man. <laughs> um, Carl and Murtis, if you want to just split up the lines that I gave Carl and just read them, you know, take turns or something like that, that'll probably work out okay. Okay, you're gonna be, you're gonna, okay, you're gonna be that one. <laughs> you're, you're, hang on, wait. Um, or you can just read them in unison. I think that'd be fun too. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> there you go. All right, it's gonna be like a Greek chorus. <clears throat> Which is the kind of gravitas that this needs. Alright. Here we go. Chapter 2. The next morning, Sarah felt dizzy when she woke up. When she saw a lunch claw, that's the dinosaur, marking his territory, as all teenage raptors do when starting a new pack. Sarah threw up in the grass because she wasn't used to the smell of raptor pee. (laughs) 
<laughs> Someone has morning sickness. Joked at lunge cloth. Could you, <laughs> could you let up on the humor a little bit? I can't egg... Wow. I can't lay eggs. <laughs> or talk. <laughs> Got it. Got it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, damn it. <laughs> lunge cloth came up to Sarah and helped her up by putting his head under her breast through the arch of her arm. What? You know how you do. <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. I don't know a lot about human babies. Sarah kissed her raptor husband. <laughs> it's okay. I probably don't know much more about raptor babies in that sense. What's the usual time for human pregnancy? Asked Lungeclaw. Nine months. Said Sarah. Raptor egg incubation? Five to six weeks. Lungeclaw replied. Sarah put her hands on. <laughs> Sarah put her hands on and looked down at her belly. You grow fast, little guy. Lunchclaw yep. started licking her pussy. What? <laughs> that took a <laughs> Sarah that touched happened him. so fast. <laughs> That's a beautiful world right there, man. Sarah twitched uncontrollably to think she was a virgin yesterday. She came again. It's a girl. <laughs> Lunch Claw said, shaking Sarah's vaginal fluids off his face. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 3. <laughs> that was a short one. After Sarah washed her clothes and then put yeah. them back on, <laughs> three brown raptors appeared in front of her in Lunch Claw. Human! Screeched one? I see that one. Why do they have to be brown? <laughs> She's my mate. Yelled Lunchclaw. Calm down, a big sister. <laughs> mate or just date? <laughs> His sister asked. It's always the same. Oh. <laughs> He's got three voices. Then she sniffed Sarah and she and sighed with relief. Thank goodness, it's only another half reader. <laughs> You mean there have been others? Sarah asked. <laughs> yeah, thanks to the peace doctor. <laughs> Said Lunchclaw's sisters. Yes, thanks to the peace doctor. Nice work. Uh, Lunchclaw said, Oh yes, the peace doctor, Sarah. You've got to come... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come in. Yeah, Sarah, you've got to see her. Come on. Me. Eileen. Come on, me, Eileen. This is the Irie. Lunchclaw and his sisters led Sarah to a hatchery where Sarah saw a few young women her age with teenage red and black male raptors, with an exception of one blue featherhead standing next to a 20 something year old Japanese woman in a lab coat. Hello, Miss Munahan, said the woman. I am Dr. Irene Doc. How do you know my name? Sarah asked. It's in the script. Spongebob's <laughs> <laughs> not the only raptor who saw your plane crash. She turned to her blue raptor. Isn't that right, sweetheart? She said in his language. The blue male nuzzled her in response. Pleased mm. to meet you two. <laughs> Sarah said, regaining her manners. <laughs> I'm sure you have many questions. Dr. Irene Dock said... I'll let my children answer them. 
In walked two kids who looked like fifth graders, but with tails, <laughs> but with nails and tails of raptors. I don't know what raptors babies look like. The rest of us and the nursery are having been born yet. Said the boy child. Thanks. Um. Began Sarah. Rebecca and Robert. <laughs> they replied simultaneously. All right, kids, back to the nursery. Said Irene. Sarah's expecting a baby. She gave her children each a, a goodbye kiss. Sarah shed a tear of nostalgia. It felt like she was with her mother. So let me take a guess. Dr. Dawk said. <laughs> you arrived on site B when your older brothers were attempting a stupid typhoon report. You fell asleep on the plane and your brothers couldn't wake you up when it was time to abandon ship. How did you guess all that? Sarah asked. Mother's intuition? <laughs> said Irene. Mother's intuition, my ass! Shouted a goth girl with dyed black hair and blonde highlights. Thank God. <laughs> That's how I got here! Stacy, please tone down the language. Irene snapped. <laughs> yes, I may have gotten that guess from your story. Just don't lose your temper, your baby's not born yet. Stacy relaxed and then drank the milk from a glass on her bedside table. That was sure a mood swing <laughs> lunch club joked Sarah laughed affectionately at lunch club's joke Irene giggled too to be continued maybe <laughs> yeah later wow All right, that was well, really good this was a good uh, good swan song <laughs> for the podcast in general <laughs> Uh, thanks to everyone that used to be a fan of the show. <laughs> it's been it's been great. Uh, yeah, seriously though, that really is it. I do want to thank all the guests tonight, kind of. Uh, I want to thank my lovely fiance, uh, Thelma Weinstein. Thank you. You're welcome, honey. I feel enlightened. Right? I think yeah. we all learned a little bit of something. <laughs> butts. Oh. Learned about butts. Uh, I also want to thank... Uh, who else showed up first? I think it was Carl Whitman and Murtis Whitman. Thank you so much for showing up at this haunted hotel that we're in right now. Yeah, hey, no problem. Glad, glad to be part of the end. <laughs> it is pretty momentous. Yeah, you, you, you either need to have in the background at this point the end by the doors or some kind of requiem music. Uh, that'll just really tie it all together. What if I just put them both at the same time? Because who gives a fuck anymore? <laughs> <laughs> right, no one's listening. They tuned out at Pro-Am Labs. Is that, is that what did it? Pro-Am Labs? <laughs> I hope so. It yep. sounds like if you I figured out the title of the show. Oh, Pro-Am Labs. <laughs> a Christmas miracle. <laughs> oh, uh, Murtis, I'm, I'm going to have you back on the show sometime, assuming that there is a show again. Uh, when we can actually hear you say more than six words in a, in a string of <laughs> sentences. I kind of feel like six words were enough. <laughs> <laughs> Charming to a fault, Sebastian. Thanks, uh, Sebastian. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Sebastian, always, it's it's sort of a pleasure having you here. You are creepy and murderer and... Uh, I stopped, I stopped allegedly murdering. Well, that's cool. 
Yeah. Wait, allegedly you stopped murdering or you stopped allegedly murdering? A little from column A, a little from column B. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyhow, thank, thank you for uh, being here tonight, Sebastian. Yep. <laughs> and I uh, finally want to thank our good friend, Glenn Tickle, uh, who actually might be able to promote something if he wants to. <laughs> that, that's up to him at this point. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can read ecosystem.com for things that I write or comedy stuff. Yeah, I like all that stuff. That's a thing. Um, and you're on Twitter as well, if, if anybody wants yeah, to follow. Yeah, at Glenn Tickle. There you go, at Glenn Tickle. For, for pictures of robot butts and stuff. You say robot butt? Yeah, <laughs> I did a big article about a robot butt. Pretty proud awesome. of it. Awesome. Awesome. Pure surprise winning article. <laughs> about robot butts. Uh, finally, I want to thank James Brown and his estate. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe that's happening. And his sperm. And his sperm. Uh, his sperm? That too. <laughs> I want to thank his sperm. I think I think most of the South would like to thank James Brown's sperm. Except for Hurricane Katrina. Oh, that's not too soon. Oh. Come on. <laughs> they had so much time to get on those school buses. <laughs> super dope. Oh, fuck it. They're so dope. Not, not only is this the end, but this episode is not going to get aired. No. Uh, this is the first lost episode. It's going to like wind up on CNN. <laughs> Racism alive and well. It's just going to start and be like, hey, you guys, welcome to episode 20, and then just give a beep. Wait, I, hey Chris, I have to ask you. Mm -hmm. How many kids? <laughs> hang up, hang up. Well, let's all say goodnight, everyone. And <laughs> Merry <laughs> Christmas. Merry Hamburgers? Christmas. More like Asperger's. Nailed it. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Hi guys. Good night. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Jesus. Helen Keller. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs>